If you do what you love, then you'll never work a day in your life. Eh, wrong. I'm going to tell you why here on the Fearless Investor Podcast right now. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain. You have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb. But I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley, and I want to talk to you really quickly about Price Labs before we get started on today's topic of building a business based around your lifestyle. Um, and honestly, guys, before I was using dynamic pricing, I was shooting in the dark on my pricing. I was trying to figure out and I was manually doing everything. Think about this for a second. At the moment that I started using Price Labs, I had 30 properties and those 30 properties on a daily basis, I would go in, I would check the calendars, I would check the prices, I would compare them to other listings. OMG, I was putting in a lot of time. Price Labs, I, I started instituting that into my business. Not only did it take away all that time and all that guesswork because it started auto pricing based on supply and demand, but it also increased my bookings and increased my rates, which meant more money in my pocket. So how about that? Less time, more money. Who wants some of that? All you got to do to get started with Price Labs and by the way, a free 30-day trial along with an onboarding training from the CEO of Price Labs, Richie Condewall, is just go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash Price Labs. Again, fearlesskyle.com forward slash Price Labs, where we will have all of that information right there for you. You can get that 30-day trial started along with the onboarding training. Now, today, I'm going to be talking about building a business uh, based around a lifestyle. And I, I, by the way, I haven't done one of these podcasts in a while where I just kind of sit down, talk with you. I've been doing a lot more of the YouTube stuff and repurposing it for the podcast. But I'd like to start doing a little bit more of these kinds of things where I just talk uh, strategies and, and philosophies and values and just kind of bar top conversations. And, um, along with that, I think it'd be really good for you guys to hear kind of where our business is at. So as I record this in June of 2022, we're in three different markets, uh, 65 properties overall, 10 or 11 in Phoenix and Scottsdale, Arizona. We've got five in Bass Lake and then another 55 in the Fresno and Clovis area. Um, we're starting to see Fresno and Clovis get a little bit more, um, I don't like the word saturated because to me, there's no way you can be saturated in this business if you're doing it the right way. For example, over 50,000 listings in Orlando and Kissimmee and my good friend Mike Shogren just listed a property over there, pimped it out big time and is killing the competition again with 50,000 plus listings over there. Um, so to me, there's no such thing as saturation as long as you know what you're doing. But because of that, we do find that we are um, needing to innovate and to tighten up some systems. So what we've done is we've stopped taking on new clients for co-hosting in the California markets uh, just so we can stop, kind of pause and say, what can we be doing better to not only 
uh, make things more efficient and effective, but also how can we get more bookings, make more on the bookings that we're getting. And so we're starting to look at a lot more direct booking campaigns um, and, and that's beneficial. Again, as many of you know, most of our business is co-hosting where we're managing for other people. So that's going to be a huge benefit when we do tighten that up and we can suddenly go from, you know, right now we have about 10% direct bookings, which I would actually say is pretty good to 25 to 50% direct bookings. Now we can add more properties. We can add more value for our clients. And then for the ones that I own and arbitrage, I'm just making more money and I have a more solidified business too, right? That's what we want to look for. We don't want to be a Airbnb business. We want to be a short-term rentals business. So a couple other things along those lines that we've started to do, we've added every single one of our properties to VRBO as well. We weren't doing that uh, in the past just because there wasn't as much demand, but now with uh, well, for VRBO, there wasn't much demand, but now that we've seen a little bit of the occupancy go down in Fresno, we want to hit it from all angles. So furnish finders, VRBO, and again, a direct marketing campaign. We're even looking to bring on a marketing head of marketing for our team. That's going to take on pricing, calendar management, listing management, uh, client outreach for those, uh, direct bookings. They're going to have a, a whole full-time job in front of them, but easy to pay for that as long as we're getting a return on that investment. You know, if I pay someone $3,000 a month, $5,000 a month, but they're creating 10 to $15,000 of income, that's a no brainer, right? So anyway, that is a look inside our business right now. And I uh, just wanted to give you that update because I haven't really shared money, many updates with our business in a long time. Um, but I want to talk today about this idea of building a business based on your lifestyle. So a lifestyle business. And if you want to get the show notes to this one, it's going to be fearlesskyle.com forward slash lifestyle business. Um, I have heard from many people, including people that are very close to me, um, that they want to do what they love and they want to get paid for it because they've heard that, man, if I get paid to do what I love, then I never work a day in my life. You know, what, what is that saying? If you, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And I'm telling you that is complete and utter BS. 99.9% um, of the time. I would say there's like that 0.1% of people that are actually doing what they were passionate about before they started getting paid for it and are still just as passionate about it. Um, in fact, my mom was actually one of those people. She was a teacher. She loved teaching. But I can tell you this. As soon as she had to be there at a certain time, on a certain day, doing it a certain way, having administrators peeking over her shoulder, do you truly believe that she was just as passionate about that job as she was from day one when she was doing it, you know, um, really with very minimal uh, restrictions or requirements? The answer to that is most likely no. I can ask her for you if you'd like me to, but I'm almost guaranteeing that that, that is the case. So why why is it then that, and, and I'm not being doom and gloom here. By the way, I'm going to show you why building a lifestyle business is much better than doing what you love and getting paid for it. Um, a lifestyle business, instead of saying, hmm, what do I love to do and let's go see if I can get paid to do it, says, hey, what do I want my life and my lifestyle and my family life and my, you know, my free time and my travel time? What do I want that to look like? And what business can I create that I can A, automate it, B, 
flexibly schedule it so that it will fit into what I'm wanting to do with my life and see at some level, give me the opportunity to um, make an impact. Okay. So those are the three things that I want to focus on. Can you automate it? Can it be flexible to fit into your lifestyle and will it be impactful at some level? So, um, I want to share a story. First of all, I started in my career as a sports anchor for a local TV station. Now everyone looks at that and says, wow, what a dream job. You get to talk about sports all day long. And the answer to that is, yeah, that's, that's what I thought too, going into it. But I'll tell you what happened. I got into that career and I found out very quickly that I'm no longer uh, my own boss. I have a boss. I have to show up at a certain time or I might be fired. I have to do it a certain way or I might be criticized. I have to uh, fit into their time schedule or else I'm uh, going to uh, affect the rest of the show. And it was for a local TV station in Grand Junction, Colorado, um, which many of you probably have never even heard of. But before that, I was in college doing my own projects, not getting paid for it, having the flexibility to go and do whatever I want. If I wanted to go do a story on a baseball uh, player because they had a really unique uh, thing about them. In fact, we did a a story about a volleyball player that had um, cancer at one point uh, over at USD. And, And I got to make that my own. I didn't have a time schedule. I didn't have a boss telling me when I had to have it done. I, I got to go and be creative and have full creative freedom to do it how I wanted, when I wanted. And the finished product was, was beautiful because I wasn't rushed and I got to do it in my own time. But then I get over to the news and have, now I'm getting paid. And now there's the, the risk of losing that, that pay, which by the way, was crap. $19,500 my first year. I don't know how I survived. This was 2010. Um, as soon as I had those factors of having to be there and being told how to do it and attaching an income to it, the passion guys, it, it almost instantly went away. You can look at me as a baseball fan back in 2009 compared to a baseball fan in 2000 and let's just call it 11 or 12. And you're looking at two completely different people. Uh, I was 100% burnt out, not, you know, whereas before I used to watch ESPN and sports center for fun. Now I felt like it was a job. I felt like I had to, I felt like I was studying every single time I went and watched it. And that was honestly really sad. Like <laughs> to, to have that much passion taken out of it, uh, to, moving forward into, uh, the next career that I thought I would be super passionate about, which was a business in which I was making videos for high school athletes. And now I said, okay, now I don't have to go and study sports, but now I can make these videos. Well, it was great when I was doing it as a part-time thing and I didn't have to rely on the income, but as soon as I made it my full-time thing and I had to produce a certain amount of videos, even though it was my own business, by the way, this was my own business. So now take out the boss side of it. Now I had clients. I had to make the clients happy and I had to produce the videos in a certain way that would help these kids to get on to play in college. And, you know, you get these, these parents that were just, you know, outraged at how, how like their kid didn't look good enough on video and they're looking at me instead of their kid. You know, there, there were all these things that now again, just took away the passion and took away the excitement. And Oh, by the way, I'm relying on this income now. And so if I don't make a certain amount of sales, then I'm not able to put food on the table. And so, What if instead, let's repurpose this. Let's take the same 
jobs. Let's take the sports anchor and let's take the sports videographer. And let's say that I had created an income that was completely separate from both of those that allowed me the freedom to say, Hey, I want to go and make a video this weekend and post it on YouTube and see how it does. Or, Hey, I want to go and like find that athlete that needs that help to get over to college and give them an affordable rate on a video and help them have an opportunity that I wish I had. And I don't care what I get paid. I don't care. I can, I can turn away the client that I don't want. And I can do this now as something that is a passion for me and fulfills me and not care about the dollar amount. What if you could do that? Instead, so let me let me talk to you personal trainers right now and people in the health and fitness industry and how much you love or have thought about how much you would love helping people change their lives, right? And then you get into it and you realize they don't do the work and then you get let down and then before you know it, you're getting mentally exhausted, which is hurting your physicality. And then it's this vicious cycle of like, oh my gosh, I thought I was going to get into this business because I love helping people, but no one wants to help themselves. And so now I don't even know what I want to do. And now I'm looking for that next thing that if I do what I love, it'll pay me for the rest of my life. And so, and, and, and I'll, I'll never have to work a day in my life. And we're, we're chasing the wrong thing here. We're chasing something that if we could do this instead as a income, but as a hobby, as something that fulfills us, wouldn't life look a lot more fulfilled and fun? So let's rewind for a second and go back to the automating flexibility and the impact. Okay. So if I'm looking to find something right now that will give me the time freedom and the financial freedom to go and turn those things into that I love and keep them as hobbies rather than being forced to turn it into an income. What am I looking for? So a, can I automate the business? Um, and I'm going to use Airbnb as the perfect, uh, example here because it's the number one vehicle that I have found to be able to give me the lifestyle that I want to be able to, you know, just recently this year here in 2022, um, had our dream wedding. My, my, uh, wife and I had our dream wedding. Uh, we were able to take a 18 day road trip right after that, that we're calling our mini honeymoon. And everyone's like, do you know the definition of mini? And I'm like, yeah, that's because we want to go bigger for our honeymoon because we can, uh, we have a business that has produced over $50,000, sometimes 60, $65,000 of net cash flow every single month with three to five hours of my time. So yeah, I want to do a bigger honeymoon. I want to go to Europe and we have that opportunity. We want to have kids and we don't have to worry about, you know, um, of course we're getting the right insurance, but we're looking at all these different costs and we're like, yeah, we can, we can afford that. We can do that. We bought our dream house. We bought another uh, second home as a cabin, which of course we're doing as an Airbnb for 350 ish days out of the year. But the, the 15 days that we want to use it ourselves and we, we bought it ourselves. We're, we're doing things that people dream of in their retirement. And then they get to retirement and realize they either don't have enough time, energy, uh, they're not in good enough health or they don't have enough money and they've wasted 65 years trying to get to that point that they never get to. Meanwhile, they're justifying, well, at least I love what I do. It doesn't feel like I'm working because I love what I do. Okay. So first of all, automating, I got off topic there, automating Airbnb, short-term rentals. Don't care if it's on Airbnb, VRBO, furnished finders, direct booking. I don't care what it is short-term rental industry. I get a property without 
needing to own it. So I don't have to go and spend all the time scouring the MLS. Um, I can create lead flow in this business where my phone is ringing instead of me having to do cold outreach. And because we make such good money, I can offload all of the menial tasks of guest messaging, cleaning, restocking, damage uh, repairs, um, getting five-star reviews, and all of the things that can create this, man, so much time and effort can be automated with great people, great technology, and great systems. And so I'm able to, once again, check in with my assistant, my, my COO, and say, hey, how are things going? What do you need from me? What can we make better? And I have that meeting about once a week. And then the rest of the week, I'm just kind of checking in. What do you need from me? How are things going? I'm, I'm literally just showing support for my team. And that takes three to five hours of my week for 65 properties in three different markets, creating over 60, 50 to 60 to sometimes $65,000 of net revenue every single month. So I'm able to automate it. Number two, is it flexible? Yes, I just told you how I don't have to be at the properties. I don't have to come view them. Uh, I can, if someone says, I really want you to see this property, I can either have my team go over there and they can report back to me. Or if this person just really wants to work with me, which I've never had that happen, but if that's going on in your mind right now, we have great technology today that you could FaceTime. Why don't you FaceTime me at this property and I'll be able to tell you. I'm actually in Barbados. I'm in Cabo. I'm in you know, Jamaica and I'll, I'll be happy to FaceTime with you, but I just can't be there. So the flexibility is incredible. And then lastly, the impact. That's one thing that we don't really talk a lot about in this industry is the amount of jobs that we are creating is unbelievable. Um, and something that I never thought that I'd be able to do. And you know, just to give you an insight, we have about 13 cleaners on our team. All right. All of them have either very little prior cleaning experience or um, a little bit of cleaning experience and just we're looking for that extra income. And now it's suddenly turned into an almost full-time job for them. Uh, another thing that we've been able to do in terms of uh, creating jobs is we create so many opportunities for our handymen. Uh, our contractors to go out and, you know, fix a toilet or to unclog a sink or to fix that leaky roof. And we're creating all these tasks for, we have about three handymen on, on us, not on staff, but on our Rolodex and another four or five subcontractors that we give a ton of business to. We also have three employees. Um, one is our COO. Another is our cleaning manager. And then the last one is our quality control manager. All of them are getting paid uh, at the tune of a, some, some are getting close to as much as six figures. The others are getting paid close to a full-time income and not having to put in, one of them does not put in a full-time effort. I know that. Uh, but each one of them, every time they submit payroll to me, in fact, one of them, my cleaning manager, every time she submits payroll to me, she says, thank you again for this opportunity. And it's amazing just the, the, the impact that I have had that this business has had on our employees. Oh, and by the way, we have three virtual assistants that are in the Philippines that are making more than what a pharmacist, most pharmacists make in the Philippines because of the exchange of uh, the U.S. dollar to uh, a Filipino dollar, uh, which I'm not quite sure what that's called. Uh, but it's, it's amazing to see the impact of what this business has created 
for the people around us. And now the opportunity to teach others and help them create an income that is helping them to leave jobs, uh, helping them to make six figures. We've got one student that you probably heard about that signed, he's now up to 38 contracts in his first 20, 21 weeks. And you're talking about a guy who's going to, if he just stopped right now, he'd have a seven figure gross revenue for next year and probably 200 to $300,000 if he just stopped right now and wasn't continuing to grow. He's been doing this for less than five months, guys. This is the impact now that I am able to have, and I'm able to do it from the, uh, the comfort of wherever I am at. And so I challenge you today and encourage you today to be different than the people that you continue to hear say the same thing. If you do what you love, you'll never work again a day in your life. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And I'll tell you one thing. I justified for over six years saying, you know what? I might be working 60 hours a week, but at least it's doing something that I really enjoy and I'm not having to answer to a boss. I justified that for six years, okay? Now, today, I can say that do I love what I do? Eh, I, I'm, I'll tell you this. I'm not passionate about hospitality. I'm not passionate about Airbnb. I'm very knowledgeable about it. I get excited to share it with other people because of what it's done for me. But the but I didn't like sit there as a five-year-old and say, one day I'm going to be an Airbnb host. No, I was saying other things. Crazy enough, I was as an eight-year-old saying I was going to be an orthodontist. But it was because I saw my cousin was taking Fridays off and I wanted three-day weekends. So I've always been motivated by time. Uh, so uh, I, I just, I do want you to understand though that I'm so passionate about what this business does for my lifestyle. I sat there for five years uh, in the multi-level marketing industry thinking that, man, I'm going to, one day I'm going to be able to make a six-figure income with this and have time freedom. And, and the answer to that, based on a number of different reasons, uh, was it just wasn't going to happen. It just was not going to happen, guys. Um, and... And I kept chasing this thing because I kept on thinking that this is how life is. You work hard and then one day you don't have to work as hard. And that's not the way that it works. You find something that fits in with the lifestyle that you want and you will never feel like you have to retire. People ask me all the time, do you, when are you, when are you doing this or why are you doing this so that you can retire earlier? I couldn't imagine retiring. Why would I give up something that I put in only five hours a week to that has created an over half a million dollar net business in my pocket? Why would I do that? Why? There's no such thing as retirement at this point. There's living a thriving life because this business has allowed me to do that. So I encourage you, take what you're thinking about right now of doing, or maybe you've been thinking about doing this Airbnb business and you're saying, well, what would I do then with my free time? Yeah, answer that question. But if you're in a place before that and you're saying, you know what, I really love personal training or you know what, I really love health and fitness. I really love teaching. I really love, um, oh man, what are some other ones? I really w love uh, helping people. You know, that's there's so many different ways to help people, right? Being a doctor or a nurse, um, a lot of different things. There's so many different ways that you can create something that you think is going to fulfill you, but will you be more fulfilled getting paid for that or doing it whenever you want to and not having to worry about how much you get paid?
What is going to fulfill you more? All right, and then determine that, and, and that is that is part of the lifestyle, right? So go out, and, and here's another thing that I would really recommend. Um, I'm not, I'm, I personally am not a huge fan of vision boards. I would much rather my wife uh, has just repurposed it as an action board. Um, I like action boards because it shows me that it's not a dream. It's an actionable thing that I can actually do and get to within a reasonable, like people say, well, if you, if you met everything on your dream board, then you didn't dream high enough. And I just, I don't believe that because I think that if you put all those things on your dream board and you don't reach any of them, or you only reach 10% of them, then what ends up happening is that you you start avoiding even looking at that vision board because you're so ashamed that you did not reach those things. So actionable board, an action board where you know I can reach these things and I can keep it in front of me and know that if I take these actions, they will lead to this lifestyle. And I want you to write out that lifestyle. Don't put it on a dream board. Put it on paper. Um, our good friend, again, I'm going to mention Mike Shogren again. He just, uh, in front of a thousand Airbnb and short-term rental students in Nashville showed us his, uh, his vision in the form of a paragraph of what it would look like in three years. And then he got into action and he created these action steps. So that's what I would encourage you to do is write out to yourself, maybe even write it. If, if, if your name's Steve, dear Steve, you know, write it to yourself of this is what life is going to look like. Follow up with creating an action board or an action step, action checklist, so that you can get to that faster and you can keep it in front of you to remind yourself, this is what I'm doing it for. This is the life that I'm going to lead, and I'm going to do it by taking these action steps. That's all I've got for you today. Uh, again, show notes for this one, fearlesskyle.com forward slash lifestyle business. I hope this helped you at some level to dream a little bit differently not necessarily bigger, but just differently so that you can create this business in a way that is going to complement your lifestyle. would love to hear your comments on this. Review this episode. If you can, go down uh, to whatever you're using, uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, Android Podcasts, whatever, wherever you're at, review this episode. I want to know what you took away from it and if you know exactly what business you're going to dive into that will allow you to have that lifestyle business.